Hey everyone, welcome to uh, a new season of Uncolonized. It's season twelve. Daniel, Daniel, and I are back, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we're talking this episode. It's a whole bunch of topics we uh, we talked about. Uh, yeah, you know, listen to it. Yeah, we get into it. So just do a little house cleaning. We uh, you can follow us on Instagram at uh, the Uncolonized Pod. Uh, we also have theuncolonized.com. You find all our stuff there. And uh, please check out our Patreon at the patreon.com forward slash theuncolonized. $5 a month, you get all these episodes plus our bonus episodes. Uh, you can check that out there. Uh, but without further ado, here we go into uh, the first episode of season 12. Enjoy. <laughs> Okay, so um, I think I'm a bit rusty on this because we haven't done it in in months, right? Like it's it's been been a while. while. Yeah, I think like since November. Yeah, so much, so much has happened too since November. Like uh, Elon Musk owns Twitter now. He did it. Yeah, and Kanye's a Nazi. Oh boy, yeah, that happened. Dave Chappelle tried to be friends with Elon. Yeah, who did? Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And then make fun of people for being poor. Yeah, that's the thing too, right? Like, I said this during a special, man. My problem was like with that Caitlyn Jenner shit when he was like, oh, she's my fr- she's a good person, but yeah. I don't like her trans stuff. I mean, I think he was showing that uh, a while ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, this wasn't like a surprise. It was more, I think what I was surprised at was that it didn't seem like he was prepared for the inevitable booing. No. I I think I could see him being like, yeah, this will be fine. But it was just weird that he wasn't like able to pivot gracefully. Yeah, that's interesting. Because do you think it was like, um, I don't want to say it was like, like some sort of propaganda thing, but like, do you think it was like, oh, uh, um, uh, it was gonna be like, oh, this will, you know, if he, okay, there was a WrestleMania where like they were trying to push a wrestler, I think it was Roman Reigns, but yeah. everyone hated him because he was like the, the, you know, the the company favorite guy. Mm-hmm. So they stuck him with the Rock, right? Like, so they had the Rock come out and like, you know, like, hey, look, he's cool. Yeah, he's and they right. booed the Rock too. Ah, yikes. I mean, it's been a tough time for The Rock, too. I know that's not what you're talking about, but yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, do you... We'll, we'll get to The Rock, but like do you think... Tr- like, as in, he thought, like, well, no one will boo when he's standing yeah. next to me. It's my audience. I'm, yeah. I'm Dave Rock Chappelle. Thought that Chappelle thought that. And, yeah. Uh, didn't work out for either of them. Didn't work out for either. And he also did a rich bitch stuff. Yeah, that was... Oh. <laughs> like, he said it as if, like... He said it so confidently and so wrong, like in such yeah. a special way of being wrong that I was just like, "Wow, okay." Yeah, it it was a it was it was like levels of cringe that like yeah. for both terrible. of them. It, yeah. Oh, I was embarrassed. I, I shouldn't say embarrassed because I at, at the time I saw it, I 
had no love for either. I never liked Elon Musk, but obviously I used to like Dave Chappelle and I kind of just buried all that by the time yeah. I saw it. But it was just like, geez, like you didn't even have like a witty comeback. You just no. went to, oh, it's only poor people booing. I was like, oh, yikes. Yeah, it's only poor people booing. Yeah. Yeah, which, which like kind of like, yeah. <laughs> That's a horrible. Like, that would be funny. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of a way that would be funny, but, like... I felt at some point while watching it that maybe this was, like, a high concept... Not high concept, but, like, that the joke was still on Elon, but then he went into, oh, it's just poor people booing, because there was a bit of a lead-up to that where I'm like, oh, I see, he's just pointing out all the obvious reasons people would boo Elon. Because they're poor. Like, re- like real reasons, <laughs> not that they're poor. And then he ended on, because they're poor. And I was like, oh, never mind. I thought it was, mm. like, this thing where he was, like, he always knew that Elon was going to get booed. And then it would be funny for him to, like, switch up and point and laugh at Elon, too. I was like, what? maybe he's doing that. But that obviously wasn't the case. Yeah. Yeah. What a weird fucking turn for Dave Chappelle. Like, like what a weird, like, oh, you're. Especially you... that it's, like, Elon. It's, it would be one thing. Because I've always maintained that he's more pro-black than he is, like, yeah. leftist or anything like that. Like, yeah. if it yeah. was, like, a, you know, if he was standing up there with, like, Jay-Z, like, a, like one of those, like, you know, quote-unquote black excellence, like, mm-hmm. billionaires. But it was Elon Musk. I'm like, oh, this, so this isn't even, like, you can't even hide behind the pro-black thing in my no. eyes for this. Like, you, you're up there with a shitty white person well especially and even in that context not even like now that you mentioned that like this is a dude who's like he made his millions from his parents diamond mines in south yeah. africa yeah. and has all these like races like they ignored racism in their factories and sh- like yeah yeah what a weird what a weird turn for david like the, 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 like there's something that you said that just confused me like how can you be pro-black or I, maybe maybe that makes sense pro-black and not anti-racism yeah yeah That's not a, anti-black I did, mean, I did mean specifically just the pro-black part yeah yeah that makes sense to me now because i was gonna say how could you be that and not be a leftist but that makes sense yeah because he's yeah. very clearly not a leftist yeah so no he's not not nah. he i mean maybe that's what people are so disappointed with him and it's like well I, I think I think people have accepted who he is now. Mm-hmm. But fuck, that was so that was so weird. And I also love how like over last year that Elon was just exposed to all his fans. Right, he didn't have any kind of buffer. Yeah, I got like, into an argument with, live, like out in real life, getting right on. Everything was exposed, and then like people started coming out, and then Glass Onion came out, and it was all like oof. Yeah. <laughs> I had an argument with a dude, not an argument, but a debate after one of my shows with some guy who was mad at me because I'm, you know, he was anti-vax and he was like, Ugh. and he was talking about the convoy and he said like, I pointed out like, like we were talking about Elon, how he was like supporting it. I'm like, these aren't labor movements. These are like, this is right wing recruitment. And he's like, and I point out how Elon Musk is supporting this movement, but he's creating um, oh, self-driving, self-driving trucks. trucks and self-driving cars. And 
the dude was like, well, what do you have against AI? And I'm like, oh, you're ready in a, like a, a <laughs> yeah, you're, you're ready on a straw man argument. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you already know you lost this. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't understand so Elon fans. I don't understand it anymore. I think before you could just be like, yeah, cause look how rich he is and he invents stuff. But as you said, like, it's been made clear he's not remarkable in any way no. other than, as, again, you, you mentioned Glass Onion as well, that people are like, well, it must, he must be smart. Like, they, like, we should just keep doubling down on this until he gives dividends. Like, but, like, that's not... He isn't ever going to do that for anyone. <laughs> he's yeah, he's no. bad at this. So I genuinely, like you, don't get how people are still looking to defend him. Well, I guess it's just like, I guess it's like, I've been wrestling with this thing for, for a while. And um, just like right-wing populism, like just people who are like, I think the thing that bothers me is people who are, feel like the the whole thing's crumbling around them mm-hmm. but also like don't understand why the whole thing's crumbling around them like they're still cheering like like i know a guy who's like he he and i made a I made a joke about it while he was in the room but he's like he's my age and he has roommates and there's nothing wrong with that but he's like oh we can't have socialism there's no there's no way they're we can't. It, I'm so like, glad that you started this with he has roommates. Like, the, <laughs> but you can't have socialism. No, it, it, he's totally like he's like I don't know. There's something wrong. This just shouldn't be happening. You know, R- housing and blah 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 and all this stuff. And he's a bit no, no. There's no way we can have socialism. There's it just that's not right. There's got to be a better way. I was just like what? I like. I used to, I'm sure people who've listened to this podcast already know this, like I used to listen to the Joe Budden podcast, mostly for the music stuff, but yeah. it, got, it got too much. I just had to stop listening. Um, Not but, Joe Budden. <laughs> well, I think it was more his response to the, like, Megan the Stallion stuff, but. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I was like, what I did, what was I, he, what, what did oh, he, he say? He's just straight up, I don't like her. And, like, I, like, I can't wait for Tory Lanez to be, like, proven innocent or whatever. I was like, I can't, I can't deal with this guy. Because you don't like her? Uh, sorry. I know. I Sorry. I, this oh, is way he's off He's like, oh, I know that she's done terrible things to people I know personally. I'm like, all right, you're, you're an idiot. So, yeah. <laughs> but I just remember their conversations anytime someone would be like, you know, like, if you're a billionaire, like, and they would, oh, like, it's like four people on the podcast. And inevitably one or two of them would be like, no, 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 you shouldn't be watching another man's pockets. Like, and it was that fear of like being told what to do with your money. And like, that's the fear of like socialism and their, in their minds of like, yeah, well, I should be able to make as much money as I want and be able to do whatever I want with it. And everyone can do it if they just work hard enough. And I know we're treading over stuff we've already said, but I, no, no, like, no. I mean, in real this time, is the podcast. you can hear people like in real time. Don't listen to that podcast, but like in real time, you can listen to people like, work up the fear of socialism in places where you wouldn't even, because that's not a political podcast and they're not saying specifically, I can't have socialism, but you're hearing their fears and why it keeps being perpetuated that capitalism is the way to go. Well, yes. Yeah. And yeah, they're, they're so like, it's like their brain rot. It's like such a, like there's no other option, I guess. I mean, it's capitalist realism as Mark Fisher 
But like, like I because the the World Economic Forum and Davos is happening right now, and so I've been like on that with like right wing populists and like people who are like anti vax and COVID and you know and the the theory to them because they hate elites, but they also this is this is how you know this is what right wing populism they hate elites like the left, but they also hate immigrants and shit like that too, right? Oh, yeah. And they hate marginalized people. So, but like the idea that like so. A lot of these people aren't anti, they're not anti-capitalist. They're just, they're kind of like liberals mm-hmm. where they want the opposite side of the coin where they're just like, the, like, you know, we got to get rid of Justin Trudeau and then everything will be okay. Right? Like the, yeah, like the system's fucked, but like, it's because. Hey, Justin Trudeau got booed. I'm like. Yeah. yeah the, the system's fucked because Bill Gates is, yeah. he's rich and he's doing shitty things. Right? They kind of, they, they skate around it. And it's crazy because they think the WEF or like, which is Davos, which is a bunch of billionaires who like fly their private jets to, uh, to uh, Sweden to talk about climate change. Like it's all like liberal, like surface level horseshit. It's just they performative. Did, we did an episode on this, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I just want to bring it up for, not oh, for no, you, no, but for, yeah. I just wanted to make sure we were, <laughs> I was thinking of the same thing, but yeah. 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 yeah um, we're thinking about the same thing. So, I, but they, continue. they think that the WEF is like those rich people are trying to bring in socialism because mm, right. they're trying to take away their stuff. And that's what they think socialism is, is when there's, like you said, they're taking away my stuff. And, and people being like, Oh, they're trying to use, this isn't the same point, but like that at these summits, it's kind of like, how do we use capitalism to like make things better? Yeah. And that that's like what they discuss, even though, it's just a bunch of it's all people like, who are out of touch. But I heard like this this summit. Um, so many like COVID precautions were taken this time, even though like I feel like a lot of people think they're like anti-vax, anti whatever, mm-hmm. and trying to move on from COVID. Like they, no one in that room could be there without like taking their PCR test and like really going through all these checks and balances. Really. Yeah, that again. I, didn't I don't think those people official. are anti-vax. Like, I don't think those billionaires. No, but, but are anti- I feel like the perception is that. Oh, okay, okay. So all the people that would be on board to be like, yeah, like we should just move on without it, and like the like if you were down for a Davos, not like I know there's like a a group of people that think this is like an evil cabal that's looking mm-hmm. to take over the world. I'm saying if you were like pro this summit, you'd think, yeah, like, and they're going to use capitalism to make things good and we can just move on from this yeah. whole messy affair. Yeah. It, it, well, I mean, yeah, it's like the liberal, like, it's like, like, uh, I was listening to a book today where they're talking about, like, you can't solve, like, COVID came along and they tried to solve the problem through, you know, capitalism. And it's just like mm-hmm. putting value on whether it's worth saving or not, right? So, yeah, I mean, they're not evil. This is the difference. They're, these people aren't evil by design. They're just doing the thing the system is rewarding them for mm-hmm. right and the system is just fucked and but but you know the right-wing populists are like Ooh, it's anyway i i you you remind me of the th- uh, uh, something I, I want to talk about the bank thing what was it again oh um that they're trying to shut down uh people from outside of canada uh yes property yeah, that's right. I complete. I had like I have a whiteboard right now with a whole bunch of shit on it, right? Okay. And I completely forgot about that. But yeah, they're they're. I guess they they made a uh, a rule in Canada or a law in Canada where like 
if you're foreign, a foreign person, you can't buy land or buy property in Canada for two years or something like that. Right, like you have to live in Canada for two years before you can do it. Yeah, yeah, which is okay. like, yeah, you have to. I think you have to live in Canada for two years before you can buy property, which is like, because the housing prices has gone up, and they they realize that like housing has become. Um, there's a lot of empty, vacant uh, properties, and people just like investing in these properties, and it's just like. I mean, I guess it's a band aid. Over it's like, it's I. I feel it's, like when we talked about it um, off mic, you were kind of opening my eyes to just the idea that it's the banks that are pushing for this. So it's generally n- not going to be thought of as something that is in the people's best interest. Like, it, it, it even won't if be. you are a Canadian thinking yep. like, oh, thank goodness. Um, now there'll be like, now I'll be able to afford a home again. Like That's. They're obviously doing this for their benefit, not exactly not the population's benefit. The, the banks already like they try to make this sound like it's like individuals, and it's not individuals. It's banks and like uh, uh, corporations who are like BlackRock, who are and even right, they just buy up a bunch of properties. Bunch of property, it's all investments, right? I love how like the liberals uh, and like. Everyone's like everyone calls the liberals left, which I find insane. But like <laughs> yeah. their options between like okay, well maybe we need to take the 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 profit motive for housing out of it and make it like everyone gets a home, right? Take mm-hmm. it's maybe maybe the problem is like it shouldn't be an investment in the first place. They're like no no, let's go farther right and make it nationalist. <laughs> let's let's become nationalists. Only Canadians like like they're going to like like. Like theoretically, a far right person would like this move more than a mm-hmm. left left leaning yeah. person. Like it's oh no, we should make it Canadian only. And right, <laughs> which which goes along with a lot of different politicians. Like yeah, not real platforms, but platforms like the the sound bites they have, which is like putting whatever province or city yeah. or country first. Um, yeah, yeah, nationalism. Just like, yeah, just, you know, some, ugh, right? Like, it's just, but that's their option, right? Instead of moving left and, you know, taking, making housing. Uh, um, available. Yeah, available. Or, or making it, make it a right for every Canadian yeah. to have. Uh, uh-huh. They they went to the, the far right and made it, oh, no, we'll make like, it. No, so. we're not going to give people, we're just going to stop other people. From <laughs> exactly. Well, um, we're going to stop foreign people from doing it. Does that yeah. make you sound better? The the other interesting thing that happened uh, in between our seasons and me thinking Twitter was going to get shut down is I actually went on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was just for comedy and dances, but I've actually found a lot of actual left-leaning people Ooh. um i mean so i mean ooh. <laughs> it's yeah, very good who. for my sanity actually to just oh like, really whenever like something like that comes out and i see it covered on tiktok I, I try to follow as many canadians as possible who are left-leaning and um just instead of being like i guess that'll help i didn't really have time for that because i was on tiktok and it was like here's like 10 different things in a row of like why this is a bad thing and i'm like okay Right, got it. <laughs> it gets right to the point. Yeah, like it, it sounds it's, like it's obviously you can do a bunch of stuff on TikTok, but I've I've found I can't even call it a community because I don't really engage, but I've found a bunch of creators that are constantly talking about politics that align with 
uh, my own, and sometimes it's just straight up like news items. Other times it's in the entertainment. Yeah, but uh, it's it's actually been very helpful for me <laughs> throughout. Oh, uh, that's good. While we were off, that's really good. I I do um when I look at TikTok with my wife, who's been reading more, so we haven't been looking. But I do it like how my parents have Facebook together. Mm, so yeah. like I'm like old person TikTok. So I. I, I I think, excuse me, I think I'm kind of scared of it, but if you send me some of those links of those people, I'm going to check it out. Oh, yeah. I'm going to jump in. I can do that for sure. I would appreciate that. I think we should get on TikTok, but I mean, I don't know. I, so that, that's the thing is I, I realize how much effort people put it, even when it looks like they're just turning it on, on their way to like. Yeah. A thing I'm like, nah, this, the lighting is too good. And, this, and I'm not talking about the people that are trying to be influencers. Like, there's people that are just like, here's my thoughts on, like, we just talked about the banks being like, we're not going to give it to. And I'm like, this still looks better than what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I see that all the time. It's, I, there's so many reasons not to do it. <laughs> just like, uh, so yeah. No, I, 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 I feel you. Well, I'm sure we can figure something out. But yeah, I'm sure we can do it. Uh, yeah, it's an all good. interesting place if you um, specifically curate it to be so, because otherwise you might get fed a bunch of nonsense. In your yeah, yeah, page. yeah. I also heard like your first video has got to do something, or else you have to erase it. And I have a, a like <laughs> yeah, it was my first th- video did like one for the longest time until I had a video that people liked, and now I'm like up to seven on my first video. Okay. Oh, interesting. So it's hard to get views on that thing. I, I mean, my wife made a good point, which was she laughed at it. And then she's like, that's not a TikTok. And I was like, I guess I wasn't really thinking with that mindset. I was just mm. like, Here, here's a bit of content. Like, there, it's hard for me to explain, but there is a very, there's a cadence to your edits. There's a cadence to like a bunch of stuff that goes into making yeah. a TikTok and not just a piece of content you put on. TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, 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 I see that I, when you just talk about it, I can like, I, I see what you're saying too. Like from yeah. what I'm watching my stuff is there's a lot of copying on TikTok. It's like, yeah, it'll just straight up be like, Hey, do you want to use this template? And yeah, I'm always like, no. And then I realize I should just be using the templates because that's, what's going to get viewed. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. And then, you know, there's China has a completely different TikTok than we have. Mm hmm. I, they, they're, they're like, they're taking care of their children and then like feeding us the, the shit TikTok. This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is like giving us the shit one. I've, that's my thing with social media. I was just like, it's all like garbage, but yeah, definitely every platform. Cause I remember trying to go on Mastodon Yeah, and it was just made clear to me pretty early on, but other people echoed it. So I was like, okay, I'm not alone that it was like, this is good for white people this isn't like this isn't gonna help um black people the way even twitter did what like in terms of kind of organizing online mm-hmm. it's yeah. so hard these are so isolated so you have to be like a white writer from a newspaper that people are gonna follow anyway exactly because it's all individual groups and stuff yeah 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 i yeah i was just uh yeah i i I, I, I've been trying Instagram for a bit, and then I just stopped for like a month. I was enjoying it. I, I've noticed you stopped, but I was enjoying it. I, I, I don't know what happened. I just got like, eh, I'm tired. What? <laughs> just, like, it does have to be like, 
that's the other thing I noticed that like the people who I like on I'm, I'm sure everyone's like this but the people are like I am seeing that it's like hey they posted this two hours ago seven hours ago I'm like wow they're like multiple times a day like yeah. it's just they're clearly and then I'll have some of them be like all right I just quit my full-time job today and I'm like oh man like yeah you just have to transition into doing this yeah, you you really have to be dedicated to it. And there's a lot of people who are doing it and just like getting ahead with it. I, I like I, I did TikTok. I did Instagram because I was like, oh, I can build an audience, right? Like mm-hmm. I like, and it's I could build an. I have to get back at it. I I didn't want this podcast to make me feel bad, but thank you, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I, shit. <laughs> well, I was saying I was enjoying it, so whatever you're doing, you just keep doing it. I'll I'll go back to doing what I was doing. But yeah, um, I, I I sent you an article today about. Uh, I know we talked briefly about the housing thing and the mm-hmm. Hamilton to tack on to that. Hamilton now has a vacancy tax that they're introducing, which yeah, makes more sense to me. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, so there's like a lot of R and B Airbnbs. Come on, Gavin, <laughs> turning into my father. There's a lot of Airbnbs, and uh, I guess so. So basically, the same thing that the liberals decide to go. You can't. What the Hamiltons doing is they're putting a tax on it. So if you're not in your house, they got a tax on your on your. Uh, yeah. You have to pay a tax, which you know what? Yeah, that makes more sense to me. It's Put like, money into the 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 city into the neighborhood. I can't remember if this was Hamilton or a, like somewhere in the states, but it was like one point three percent of your property value is the tax. Mm. Oh, it might be. I'm you not sure. You have to pay. I'm I'm not sure. I should have written it down on the whiteboard, but yeah, or maybe it's they said Hamilton. it. Maybe I'm thinking of something in the states. Yeah, it, it's some some number, but it, it's like people that the right wing um, city council people are pissed. Yeah, they're they're pissed. They're like, well, what if you what if so you're telling people how to do what they to do with their homes, but they can't they can't do that. And it's like, well, there's a housing problem. Yeah, yeah, there's a. <laughs> People, you can't, people can't do whatever they want whenever they want. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's how it works. So I was reading, I sent you this today. Uh, we're going through a lot of this stuff. I got Doug Ford up here, but we won't touch on Doug Ford. Uh, so I was going through this, um, uh, this article in Toronto Star, and it's not shocking at all. But, like, apparently people, they did a poll with people at work, and they found that, like, all the... Um, anti-black work that their uh, jobs were doing, mm-hmm. which they said there was an improvement, they feel it's going to go back once the recession hits. Meaning that uh, anti-blackness is tied to, uh, I guess, the, the economy. Shock and awe. Right. Like the, I guess that makes sense based on what we've talked about in terms of like the scarcity and, and being like, well... I got to get mine before those black people get it. Exactly. It, like this, this is this. I mean, this was my thing when you were talking about Dave Chappelle, but you, you, you worded it perfectly, but it is like, how do you, how do you deal with anti-blackness without dealing with, with the economy? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I, it, it's also like, it's, it says something about like, how black people instinctually understand this, or at least that's their mindset. It's like, it, it brings up an, an, another thought of like, what about like mental health? Like imagine mm-hmm. like having that kind of depressing thought, but like, it's just like, yeah, of course they're going to go back on this. Of course I'm going to get treated like shit. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I didn't, like, I only read the headline. As I said, I didn't have time to read the article, but I was just like, that was depressing enough. Like, I don't need that. I, yeah. I, it, I didn't read it because I didn't have time not because I didn't want to, but I was just like, oh, man, like, yeah, what a depressing thought. Yeah, I, I, like, I've been doing therapy. I, I tell everybody. <laughs> and, uh, and one of the things is just, like, the idea of, like, thoughts and, and having putting weight to thoughts like mm-hmm. i didn't realize how i react to things so much and just in the world and it's just like there's an added there's an extra addedness for like for marginalized groups and how marginalized you are whereas like like uh i think about like like i have i i yesterday i was out for a walk and i saw this old lady and she looked like the type of old lady and she was staring she was giving me a look mm. Or just looking at me. I don't even know she was doing anything. Maybe I'm just putting that on her. But she looked like the type of old lady where, you know, you, you know, like, okay, so uh, a few years I ago, I told you. you're talking about. I, I feel like it's one of those things where, as you said, you might just be putting it on her, but there's also decades of experience of getting that look and knowing it's exactly 100, You're bringing that into it. Yeah. Yeah, she has that. I remember, uh, I'm writing a bit about it, but when I was at the Ottawa airport and the woman accused me of stealing Something. gum. Yeah. Yeah, so she had the same kind of look. Yeah. Yeah, and like you know it when you see it. You know when you see it. And my whole instinct was, okay, I need to d- diffuse this situation. I need to go up to this woman and let her know that I'm not stealing. Oh. By like, hey, I'm, I, can, and I, I did the, hey, where do you keep your almonds, right? Like just right. to... And, she, and I'm, I'm and and I know this is a long tangent, but it's just like hearing that like thing that this this statistic that uh, that these people these these people said that anti-black racism is going to revert once a recession hits. It's like how many people live under that with like living with that every day, mm-hmm. and just like that. That's just that sucks your energy. That sucks your your will right that's just that's a lot of shit to live under yeah i i in a similar vein like i um on tiktok i follow um people who are i can't remember the the right term for this um but disabled like they're not like they they have yeah that's i'm for lack of a better term right now i'll say that and they were talking about and they are black create content creators talking about mm-hmm. like you live a certain way anyway when you're disabled and then this pandemic hit and a lot of it now like before it was just like please you need to mask up for like people like us like please 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 mm-hmm. and now it's like seriously if you're a black person who considers themselves left leaning how do you square not wearing a mask anymore for people like us like and, and yeah and just hearing what you're saying about that article and just like i feel like the understanding that black people who are disabled people in general i hate using that because i know that's not the right term but i'm i'm blanking right now Mm -hmm. um is that um they're like yeah like the the way people are acting right now it's like a constant reminder that they're like yeah you're disposable like it's okay if you go yeah like how that weighs again not everyone they're not a monolith but the creators i'm seeing and just having that um reminder of like yeah like there's there are people who are would be considered able body that are like i don't need a mask like, well, it'll be fine or whatever yep 
but there's the people that are like, no, like it's not going to be fine for me. Please stop this. Yeah. And yeah. hearing back like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It, it. It's, it's, and I don't mean to compare them to this, but it's like the housing situation. It's like we're putting, it's neoliberalism. We're putting value on things that shouldn't have, I mean, they, they, they should have inherent value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, like it, we're deciding what is, like you said, disposable and what isn't. And it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um it's sad. Like I like, I'll be honest, I don't wear my mask all the time and uh and but like listening to you and I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah, that's kind of selfish of me." Uh, to be clear, I watching it made me get back on to masking up. Like, yeah. Just and I understand the people are like, "Oh, you're virtue signaling," but it it really is just a is it virtue signaling? I, I don't mean, I don't think it is, but I understand that people will say it is. I don't understand why. I just understand they will. Um, yeah. <laughs> that they'll say it. But, it, like, it is how I felt ev- initially, too, which was, like, before the pandemic, I wasn't under the impression that a mask is there to save me. It is the thing to do so that you're not spreading anything to other people, and I know it helps you. But, like, yeah. everyone needs to be masked up, and it's, it is still me being, like, I don't know what's going on, but, like, it's, it doesn't really take much for me to, like, get on the TTC and wear my mask. And Yeah, I mean, you're getting on the TTC, a, wow. Well, yeah, I mean, I did. I, my wife told me I wasn't allowed to do it, but I think she forgot because I went on today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a mess right there. But, yeah, yeah, no, getting back to your point, you know, you're right. It's like it, it, it takes nothing to put it on. I don't think it's virtue signaling. I Like, like I talk about the, I, when I hosted the, um, the Art Awards, I was talking to an artist Oh my god, I forget his name. Anyway, he he, excuse me, he uh, he he lives with HIV, mm-hmm. and he was dealing with this in his life before we even thought about. Well, before someone like me thought about wearing masks or anything, it's like, yeah, that's yeah. like you don't know what it's like to have to be isolated. One hundred percent. Yeah, and so yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. Uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk about this because it's kind of. I did. I wanted to talk about Tyree Nichols uh, yeah, okay. in uh, in the uh, not the Memphis cops, but he, another another uh, pardon. Was it Tennessee? Yeah, Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, yeah. He was murdered by cops at a stop. It was like five. Uh, I guess of them, they. Right? Yeah, five of them. Plus, I I just saw that like some ETM people are being. What do they call EMT people are EMT, being fired yeah. and. Because they were standing around, and I never watched the video. I saw no, someone I describe I the video, but I didn't watch it. Luckily, I didn't have anything on my timelines that showed it. Yeah, I did see the like image of him in the hospital, like which sucked. Yeah, because um, I thought I was seeing a, a good effort of people being like, "Don't share it. You don't need to see it." Yeah, to, I like, don't give it um, validation. You don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. And I was like, "Okay, good, good, good." And then. I saw a well-meaning celebrity post the um, picture. And then it was interesting because someone under it was like, hey, I love you. This isn't to like berate you. I know your heart was in the right place. If you're going to share this picture, at least put up like a slide before, like, or, like a, some kind of warning. Mm-hmm. Um, because the post you wrote was amazing. But the, like, the fact that it's coupled with this picture really bothers me because I... Ha- like I'm a victim of police brutality and it's really yeah. like 
this really didn't work for me and someone was like so what like at least you're still alive like the celebrity wasn't like this the someone in the comments trying to protect the celebrity celebrity and i was happy to see people were like don't be an idiot like the person clearly stated why they were asking making this request like it's not that big of a request to just to, to just do it and amend this post well i i i, I remember cnn was talking about like uh putting the video like putting the video up and i was like why yeah, why do know, we need to see this video like we know it happened because right. the police were fired and like charged like there's it's not really like a hemming and hawing situation no uh, it's like no they know it happened <laughs> like the, that was that was the whole thing there was no mystery for this. yeah i i don't know i i saw a twitter tweet of someone saying how they were in a restaurant and they're with their kids and the video came on and she yeah, was just wild. like, what the fuck? Oh, you saw that? I didn't see that, but that's wild that that, yeah. that would happen. Like when, and people are like, well, at least your kids. It's like, no kids should have to. Like, none of us should be, we shouldn't be desensitizing ourselves to this stuff. No. It's always black bodies that we're getting desensitized to, the, mm-hmm. the suffering. And I'm just like, no, it should be harsh. And it should be rare. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be harsh. It, we shouldn't. It's it should still be harsh for us. It should. We, yeah, you shouldn't be able to be like, okay, yeah, yeah I, I've this, seen it. No, that makes sense. All right, I, it, I see what's going on here now. Yeah, it it it, it like uh like uh, I saw someone. It was and they were describing it, it was Hassan, and he was not describing the the incident afterward when how the cops were like laughing and and like whatever, like just being gross, and mm-hmm. then like talking about them the the police chief like i've never seen and then uh, other chiefs around like in canada said stuff we've never seen it's like stop it you've seen this i it was interesting i saw someone on tiktok talking about like you'll notice that even other police are chiming in on it because it's all Mm -hmm. black cops and like yeah they can like it's okay to yeah. demonize these ones like like everyone not goes, to defend these black cops like don't get no, me no, wrong no, no. but like the, the yeah. person was being very specific like no i hope all the terrible things under the law happen to them like i yeah this isn't me being like oh well take it easy on them because white cops do it all. he was like no. it's just that this should be the way it's treated every time it happens until it's 100 percent it's safe to do it this because it gives like liberals and con- uh, you know neocons distance to be like, mm-hmm. well, see, it's not racism because well, they don't understand that, that it's a systemic too. thing. How could this be racist if it was black? <laughs> you got you have black cops, like yeah. so. Sorry, I just kicked my garbage. But yeah, it's uh yeah, it, it, so they can they can do this and make a song and dance about it because it's easy to do it that way. But it's there's not a systemic issue with the police. This is an individual. Black people don't like black people. Yeah, and it's yeah. I I I was thinking about this. This is what irritates me because this is how my brain works. Because I I remember a week ago or week before the um, uh, I guess Whoopi Goldberg was upset that uh, Emmett Till the Till movie didn't. No one got nominated for an Oscar, and I was just like, this fucking asshole. And then this I mean, comes she's out. In it, I get why she like still um, like why are we like first of all why is the Oscars are making a movie like the highest honor for anything. And secondly, why is it our tragedy? Why is it always like suffering? Yeah. I mean, I was more upset that uh, Woman King was iced out and nope. But mm. um, yeah, that makes sense it, to me. And I think 
I'm like I'm not gonna relitigate the why is last. I I get why Whoopi Goldberg is important there because that's her job. Like the, that that is a marker for success in what she does. Like I guess I, like, I I'm just but I I think the she probably didn't mention it, but I saw that like when they nominated the or when they showed the nominations for best actress, mm-hmm. um, which I believe. Isn't it? no Michelle Yeoh is in there, but um, it was this woman Andrea Riseborough who kind of did an illegal campaign. I didn't know you could have an illegal campaign. Yeah, she did an illegal campaign that broke like at least three rules of campaigning for Best Actress, mm-hmm. and they let her in. In the obviously in this case, I can say in the place of because there were two front runners who were black: Viola Davis and the woman from Till, Daniel Deadweiler. Mm. Um. And so I know that Whoopi kind of framed it. Well, I didn't see it, but because I kind of gave up on her. But I'm sure she framed it just as how come my movie didn't get nominated. But well, I mean, I mean, I'm just talking like in the larger sense of like not just not Whoopi herself, just the idea of like you're talking about the subject matter of that made it of, so that like it did it probably didn't connect with and the then people the ne- that it, it should have. Well, I mean, the next week then we have someone being mur- <laughs> beaten to yeah. death. And it's like, well, do we need movies about this? Like, like, yeah. do we do we need to keep doing I this? We've made we made a point of being like, we're not watching that. Uh, no, I'm not. Our last episode, like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I I'm, ju- I'm, I'm just <laughs> but, saying. I'm just saying. It's like, it's. I think about like this is the my problem with like with um with uh um uh it, social media and stuff like that. It's like this. It perpetuates this like chicken and egg kind of well i I don't know if it's chicken and egg but like the sensationalism of a black man being murdered and then like it it drives an industry yeah right so many people make so much uh, make a living off this stuff an interesting uh it only lasted at least on my feeds for like a week conversation was happening was black americans being upset about how black people from other countries viewed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found it very interesting because I feel like this is something that we talk about a lot as black Canadians and just elsewhere. Like they're talking specifically about from people from black, uh, African nations, Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I don't think they considered Canadians in that, even though I do think that's part of the conversation as well. It's not black like how in Canada. You know, you know that. <laughs> yeah. But like how they were basically saying things that I've, heard and talked about as well like they're so behind in the sense that like they still think that they need to make movies like this like when we were talking about that antebellum movie and how it was like the black director was like yeah like these are the type of stories that we can't and it was like no like everyone knows this uh, like it's past 1995 like everyone like this is especially so, uh, after sorry. 2020 sorry, who, who are they mad at uh, the black what was Americans the conversation? were just mad that like hey how come you disrespect us like this and and I'm tired of like Caribbean and um, people from Africa um, looking down on us as black Americans. Yeah. Uh, because of the, so there, was, there wasn't a one person they were talking about. It was just the discourses happening on TikTok. Of I was people being upset TikTok. that they make these movies or be, uh, that was part of it. That was part okay, of it. Okay, that that like part. You, in general that they're behind and, well, and well, well, their, their need to cling to the States in particular. Oh, okay. I mean, kind of, everyone kind of clings to the states. Yeah, yeah. But I also don't. 
think black people are making these movies. I think white people are making these movies. I don't, I don't think black people have a chance in hell to make these movies. If it, There's always white people behind that money. Yeah, I mean, that was not the main focus of the criticism. I just... Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. That made me think of it, that, like, there is a lack of awareness, because even if it is a white person funding it, Mm -hmm. I believe the people that I've seen, like, Whoopi Goldberg and the guys, not the guys, because one of them is white, the the guy making Antebellum, Mm -hmm. that think, like, these are important stories that we need to tell or else people won't think about it or remember it oh for sure so that's more the mentality that was being attacked not the fact that they're being made but the fact but, that i mean there that, are that goes back to like we need to make this but that also goes back to that mentality of like how we were talking about those people that criticize capitalism but can't see their way out of capitalism you know what i mean it's like yeah. it goes like they like of course they think it's an important thing to they think their world is important but also like this is the way you do things yeah no of course the I'm not mad at individuals. I'm mad at like a system that perpetuates this. You know this, but like, yeah. I'm not mad at Whoopi Goldberg. It's just she's annoying that like these are the voices. It's just like, it's just annoying. But yeah, yeah, no, I, it's a weird argument to have with people. Like, for to be like, like you said, uh, black Americans uh, mad at uh, uh, people, uh, blacks around the world for looking down on them for this stuff and again they were they were taking it like this was the observations were looking down on them as opposed to what they were which was observations and maybe even cribbed in uh constructive criticism Mm, okay yeah i hear you i i like i yeah i don't know like that's um I, i yeah i guess yeah, I guess when you, you you're shit on, yeah, and you, like, I understand feeling shit on in that yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, and maybe you get defensive or whatever. It's yeah. like, yeah, um, yeah. Do you do you, do you, I don't even know how to end this. I don't, how do we used to end these podcasts? You, you would ask me if I had anything else. Yeah, did you do you have anything else? I I do not. We did a <laughs> lot think, on my I whiteboard. Think we did a good job. Yeah, we did do a when good we job. Episode back. Yeah. That's the first episode, and we did a good job. Yeah.